I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In five, four, three. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the very first Telling Fiction live episode of the new year, 2024. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me to get this fucking crazy year kicked off properly is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell sporting some cheesehead shit to rub it in my face that the Bears still suck. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, not much. It has definitely been a uh, a wild kickoff to the new year. Uh Football stuff notwithstanding, uh, I mean, I guess the Packers beating the Bears isn't surprising, but to beat the Bears to propel themselves to the playoffs was just kind of, I couldn't help but but put on some Packers gear today with, with doing a live show. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty unbelievable. The, I mean, we, we should, I, I'm like confused here as to what we should do with the show because every time we take time off, the most crazy shit happens. Like what, what would we do if we just stopped doing the podcast? I think the world might end. Right. We're kind of keeping the lid on like stability as, as everything, like whenever we do a regular episode, especially if we're doing twice a week, things kind of get boring. There's not a lot to talk about. We're kind of like, we're, we're scrambling for ideas. We take a couple weeks off and all of a sudden you've got the Epstein list is going to be released. You've got, eight nine foot monsters in a mall in miami you've got tunnel jews like what else there's a, a plane crash somewhere like all yeah doors are just flying off of airplanes buildings yeah, it's, exploding it's much yeah <laughs> i don't even know where to start man we took uh did you have a nice break yes yes it, um i apologize for having to uh cut out at the at the end of the year um uh, just too much stuff going on with the holidays and and everything else, and I needed I needed some extra time. I I, I took a break from literally everything and just like focused on the holidays with the family and everything, and and it was good. It was it was really good. It was. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> yeah, I forget what happened because it was so long ago. The week before Christmas that you took off, I think I did a solo episode. I don't remember what it was on though. I know something crazy happened. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, so much has happened since then. I forgot what the there, there was some crazy shit that happened that week too. Like a whole bunch of stuff happened all all at once. Like that Monday and Tuesday, and 
And I was like, sorry, man, I'm not going to be able to do any episodes this week. Like I've just got too much going on. And, uh, it was like, and then the more the, after I told you that, then more stuff just continued to happen as the week went. And so you, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think Trump was removed from the ballot or something in Colorado. Yeah. yeah, In Colorado. And then, and then in Maine as well, like they put him back on in Colorado, but they removed him in Maine. But like the, the Colorado thing was like the Colorado Supreme Court did that. But in Maine, it was just a unilateral decision by the secretary of state or something like. Yeah, it was craziness. Unbelievable. And it honestly, it feels like a year ago already, even though it's been like two weeks. It feels like and it, technically it was last year, but it feels like an entire calendar year ago just because of all the fucking mayhem that's been going on. So I, I don't even I don't know where to start. I, I sent you a Trump, bunch of I guess, stuff. I mean, speaking of Trump, I guess we could start with that. We've got the um, if if I can figure out where I put it, there's his uh, Trump's lawsuit, the civil suit that's going on in New York right now. The judge has blocked Trump from giving closing arguments in his own defense in the uh, in the civil case and. and I can't get the damn the for some reason the video on this of the of the judge won't won't load anymore. I've tried to pull it up from a couple different sources and it it won't load. The judge just makes himself look like a complete ass. Like he's up there cackling and laughing and like really playing up the like the sinister like mad scientist type of a vibe that he gives off cuz the dude looks like he's fucking crazy. And yeah. He looks like a douche too. He's just got this shit-eating grin on his face the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can't so, get the video to pull up for some reason, which is really crazy. Um, like from any source, I've tr- I've tried multiple sources and I can't get the video to pull up. And so, uh, can you even? You can do this. You can just be like, no, nope, you can't give closing arguments. I don't legally think he can. i guess yeah who cares like what what's legal and what's allowed anymore i guess they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want but it's just like yeah yeah no that that whole procedural thing we do at the end you can't do that part well like every step of the way this judge has done objectively illegal stuff with the way he's tried to control this case like the the trump defense team shouldn't they shouldn't be fighting any of this. They should be letting it all happen and then take it to appeals and have this judge disbarred because everything he's done has been a complete violation of, of legal statute. Uh, like it, they've, they've got a amazing case for a mistrial at the end of this. And, and then like, that'll be probably be the end of it. And also like testimony has already indicated that Trump didn't, actually do anything in this whole thing and and the judge has continued to act like a complete psychopath throughout the whole process it's just everything about this case is insane like a lot of the other cases were kind of nutty on the face on their face just because like the one that that they kept saying he was being brought up on like 60 charges or something but then all 60 of them were just copy paste of the last of the last one like they were it was the exact same charge 60 times consecutively like it wasn't actually being charged with 60 cases or with 60 times on something um 
like a lot of them have been pretty ridiculous, but this one has been exceptionally so. And this, just to refresh everyone's memory, this is the one where he inflated his the value of his properties to get a uh, to get loans from banks. Except that I mean, the except that the banks themselves in their testimony said, "No, that's not what happened. We looked at it and gave the value on the stuff." Right, like again, like who cares? They it's up to the bank whether or not they want to give him the loan. Like they can do their due diligence. All of a sudden, we need to fight for the the big banks are being taken advantage of. By, well, and by and the in their guy. testimony, the bank said he paid everything back already. So like he paid everything back ahead of time anyway. So like the banks weren't pursuing anything on this. Like this was this was all being brought by what's the what's the New York. Um, AG or whatever, or Letitia James or something like this is all yeah. this is all being brought up by the political class as a um, striking out against their political opponents. Like nobody was nobody was clamoring for Trump to be brought up on charges for this because he paid it all off already. Like <laughs> like okay, yeah. he overvalued his property to get these loans, but he literally paid the loans off. So does it matter? At that point, like, what's what's the crime? What's what's the crime? Where's the victim? Yeah, it's the whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. And of course, Letitia James is the one that ran on like we're going to put Trump in jail, essentially. And you would think that God, man, this guy's like this billionaire fucking guy who's had his uh, his hands in a lot of different things. I mean, New York real estate. Uh, being like, you know, the one of the craziest markets of all time, you would think you'd be able to get them on something a little more substantial than this. They've got nothing. It, Teflon Don, he's undefeated. Oh, to, yeah, uh, just... to answer Corey's question. So Corey was wondering if, uh, if they keep Trump off the ballot, can we still write his name in? I, I suppose you can, but I mean, what are the odds that they're actually going to count these ballots anyway? <laughs> that's that's an interesting thing. It depends on the state as to how they go about counting write-ins. Um, like, for instance, in 2016, I voted for Daryl Castle, who was the Constitution Party candidate. Um, he was not officially on the ballot in the state of Indiana. I wrote him in, and then after the election, come to find out they don't actually count those unless... There's unless there's uh, an indication that there are enough votes to warrant counting, they won't count them. But how do you know if there's enough to warrant counting if you don't actually count them to begin with? Counting. So, yeah, well, so, I mean, I just was, imagine I, how I, long it would take them. Go ahead. I'm, I mean, as if I weren't already disenfranchised with democracy enough at that point, I start like really channel, channeling my inner hoppa. I was like, you know. <laughs> democracy is the god that failed fuck y'all this is yeah I, my I, vote didn't even get counted yeah well I, I mean imagine how long it would take them to count write-ins by hand, like 10 years from now we'll get the election results they were able to count twelve thousand votes for harambe in the 2016 presidential election so they couldn't count my <laughs> mine for a legitimate candidate that is fucking bullshit oh my god yeah it really is just uh quite a system we have on display here that's 2024 is going to be i think 
perhaps the craziest year of of my entire life. I, I don't see how like it's just shaping up to be a perfect storm of insanity. Just where we are um, culturally as a country, where we are economically as a country, where we are politically as a country, it's going to be an unbelievable shit show. And even all the ridiculousness that we've had up to this point is going to be dwarfed by what's going to happen this year. What, um, speaking, I was going to say, speaking of where we are economically, this was one of the, this was one of the topics that, um, we were going to talk about before the end of the year. And I figured it's still just as relevant now. Uh, a shocking 40% of student loan borrowers missed their first payment after the pandemic era freeze expired. Um, uh, so this was this was early in early in December. Uh, now that all of those all of those student loan freezes and moratoriums and everything are over, um, gosh, what was the? There were some charts on this too, where it showed like the the number of missed payments before the pandemic versus the number of missed payments like straight like straight out coming coming out, and nobody's making payments on on this stuff like it just it drops off yeah the amount of outstanding student debt because it has continued to accumulate over this time like they they didn't nothing happened here like none of it uh, obviously the student loan forgiveness stuff didn't happen um that was deemed unconstitutional and so they've all just been eating this stuff and sitting on it like and and compiling additional debt on top of their student loan debt as this time is gone, like the 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 amount of debt that the uh, that like I, I'm trying to remember what the age range is. It's like 22 to 32 or something. Like the amount of debt that they have compiled over the last three years is like they're fucked. An, an entire generation is just like irreparably fucked. Like I, I really feel bad for y'all, but at the same time, um, you shouldn't have been dumbasses. Like holy shit. Yeah, this well, and these these types of schemes that the government has come up with during co oh we're gonna pause these payments moratorium on rent all this all this shit was goosing the economic statistics up until this point up until this point so like even as bad as all the economic data has been and all of the downward revisions and the bullshit headline numbers and everything like that all the all the games they've been playing. They've been goosed by stuff like because people were taking this money and spending it and they were still racking up credit card debt on top of that. And it's going I the I don't know if if they can keep the wheels on this thing until the election. I mean, that's obviously the goal, right, to get to to get uh, Joe Biden or whoever is going to replace him into office before the wheels come off of this thing. And it's going, man, it's coming, it's going to be coming right down to the wire. There's just, there's way too much debt from the individual level all the way up to the federal level. Like every level of society is completely buried up to their eyeballs in debt. So, and let's say you live in California where you're trying to escape and maybe uh, get to a more tax friendly state so that you aren't going to be eating quite as much of of this debt for ever. Um, the Hotel California wealth tax advances. You cannot leave to escape it. Now, if you uh, 
if you attempt to leave California, they will chase you down and come after your money anyway. Like you can't, you can't escape their their taxes. Yeah, run through some of those uh, the wealth tax details real quick, just for the people that can't see. The bill would impose an annual excise tax of 1.5% on the worldwide net worth of every full and part year California resident that exceeds $1 billion starting this tax year. Come January 1st, 2026, the state would tax wealth that exceeds 500 or that exceeds $50 million at a rate of 1% each year and an addition 0.5% tax on assets valued at more than a billion. Part-time residents would be taxed on a pro-rate on a prorated share of their wealth based on the number of days they spend annually in California. The tax would also apply to non-residents who have recently left the state. Uh, Democrats exempted real property from the tax as a favor to their high-end real estate industry and Hollywood donors. And to spread the wealth around to plaintiff bar donors, the bill would apply the state's False Claims Act to wealth tax records and statements. This means that plaintiff attorneys could sue affluent individuals on behalf of the state for allegedly underreporting assets. So they can pull a, a Trump type of a situation and say that you either left the state recently or within, you know, however many years this applies to, or that you're a part-time resident of the state and that you're not reporting your uh, income properly. And so then they can try to come after you for even more of, of what you pay. And of course they say this will only apply, apply to like the top 1% or whatever the, the billionaires, but, it never actually does like they, they end up going after everybody with this kind of stuff. Yeah, of course it's the camel's nose on it. And people are thinking, Oh yeah. You know, anybody with over a billion dollars in wealth in quotation marks, however they want to value it. It's like, who cares about them? They, they can afford the one and a half percent. That's not the point here. The point is that they always, this is how they pass. They've passed every single tax that each and every one of us, every Joe six pack is subject to. This is how they got it started. They said, oh, don't worry. It's only for the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts and the Carnegie's. And then, of course, once they get the authorization to do that, they just keep ratcheting up the percentage and ratcheting down the bracket that it applies to. And the idea that they can just get you for, again, just wealth all of your assets, everything that you're holding, regardless of whether or not you have the liquidity to pay for it, it is insane. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then on top of that, like you're not even in the state anymore. Like if you left California and it, like, even if you leave now, like they'll retroactively apply it. It's like, oh, sorry, <laughs> you were here. So oh, we're still going to tax you. Even if you leave the country, they would still in theory come after you for this, which is just the most egregious overreach you could possibly imagine. Like they're telling you that you are a slave that like that, the tale of the slave thing that, you know, that great, uh, was it uh, Robert Nozick, um, tale of the slave thing where it's just like, dude, they own you 100%. They think they owe you, they own you. And yeah, sure. They'll let you, you know, go off into the world and, and make your living doing whatever you want, but you have to kick up, <laughs> whatever percentage of everything that you've uh, you've earned and everything you've accomplished to them because you are a slave always has been always will be well and the reason that california is doing this is because they went from having what was supposedly projected to be a i want to say it was like a 80 80 billion dollar uh budget overage 
ended up becoming a $68 billion budget deficit. Um, the San Francisco alone completely scrapped all of its reparation plans because they're completely fucking broke. Uh, but while they're dealing with the $68 billion uh, budget shortfall, they are also paying for gender transition surgeries for illegal immigrants. So make that make sense. Yeah. Like, congratulations. You, you fled, you fled a failing state and they're still going to take your tax money so that uh, illegal immigrants coming from uh, south of the border can get a gender <laughs> change, tra uh, gender transition surgery. Yeah. Something tells me that the, the immigrants coming over aren't going to be interested in that. But yeah, it doesn't seem like a high percentage of them are probably too worried about that. Yeah. And I, I do remember all the all the lefties were like spiking the football about the California budget surplus that that never came to fruition. I, I mean, it's just it's so idiotic to think that a state being run that way could even have a surplus. To well, just it's like the jobs. It's like the jobs reports. Yeah. yeah, it's like the jobs reports and the job numbers. Like they 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 initially come out and they're clearly bogus. Like everybody who pays any attention to the economy or what's going on in the business world can tell that they're bullshit. And then you know a month, month and a half later, they get revised like way, way down, and it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like anybody looking at this, it was a it was their budget projection. And of course, Gavin Newsom is going to come out and tout how they're projecting that they're going to be having eighty $80 billion surplus and then, you know, give it two months. And when they actually get their their budget numbers full fully come in, and then it's a $68 billion deficit. It's like, Ooh, imagine yeah. That. I mean, I can project anything that I fucking want. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever been a study about how many of these projections ever came close to fruition, like how far off they were each and every time. I mean, their track record is as bad, if not worse than the, the climate change people. I mean, it's on par with that. I, I can't think of yeah, one government projection that that's come true. Except for maybe like the the thing that, you know like the the great replacement theory projection, <laughs> they seem to be doing pretty well on that front. <laughs> well, and speaking of of failing states, you've got um, and and the migrant crisis. You've also got the state of New York that now as they're running out of room to put illegal immigrants in hotels. They're now gutting schools and putting them in schools and canceling classes for, for their students. Uh, this is interesting. The, the situation in James Madison High School is even worse than we thought. They're not even doing remote live learning with a teacher. Students have to request in advance via email if they want an actual teacher to be available to them. So illegal, illegals are being prioritized over children's education in New York. Like they're, they're gutting schools, not having classes. They're saying they're doing remote learning, but actually they're just like putting worksheets and, and uh, like busy work shit on the, on the school websites for the kids to do. They're not even having like zoom classrooms like they did during COVID. They're just like straight up not doing anything. It, yeah. I mean, I, I see this as an absolute win though. <laughs> the longer the kids are out of government schools, the better. That, that was my big takeaway from this, but it is, it is just absolutely hilarious because yeah, these are the same people 
that support, you know, it's all about always about the children and education is a, is a human right. And when the teachers go on strike, it's always because they care so much about the children. And then it's just like, ah, well, fuck off for a while. We need to, we need to house some illegal immigrants. Yeah. Sanctuary city. Things are, things are working out real well. Let's see, where else are they working out really well? Uh, Chicago? What's what's going on in Chicago? You sent me a couple articles from there. I know yeah, they, I, they finished I heard that they were leading the nation the, in homicides again for the 12th straight yeah. year. So good yeah. luck taking that finished fucking 2023 with the... <laughs> Chicago has more people get killed in a weekend than most places have get an entire year. Like y'all are not losing that championship ever like if there's anything that you're definitely going to win every single year that's the one that's the one yeah yeah it's not going to be the bears ladies and gentlemen i i will tell you they will be seven and nine or nine and seven for eternity there that's the chicago bears <laughs> oh yeah what's the, this was from a while ago refresh my yeah, memory this, on this one <laughs> this is at the end of uh at the end of the year uh, Mayor Johnson wants to start a city-owned and operated groceries uh, groceries to serve underserved areas. Uh, he's trying to ticket the buses bringing illegal immigrants. <laughs> he's he's trying to send the buses back, uh, give them a ticket, and impound the buses so that they can't bring them so that they can't bring them in. Um, close down all selective enrollment schools in Chicago, like the magnet schools and stuff like that. And, and make it where the teachers union backed schools are the only option for anybody in the city. Uh, I'm trying to remember there's another there's another policy that recently went into into effect in uh, it was a, a gun control issue that all but three counties in the state, the uh, sheriffs have said we do not support this and we will not enforce it like, um, like, holy shit! Like it's it's Champaign County, uh, Cook County, and then what's the one just like right right north of Cook? Um, Chicago, basically Chicago extended. Like those are the only three counties that have said we support this measure and we will and we will enforce it. Literally every other county in the state has said we don't support it, and either we won't enforce it or we're figuring out how to get around enforcing it. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, and Cook County is the big one, but yeah, yeah, shithole Chicago. I think something tells me we're going to have a lot of material for that this year as well. Uh, been who, getting... who would have thought? Who would have thought that Lori Lightfoot going out of office would actually be a step in the wrong direction? It's pretty unbelievable. It's pretty unbelievable that they could, you could find somebody like. How do they keep finding? worse people for all of these positions it's so fucking crazy it's like yeah yeah you can't do worse than like uh you know george bush and then it's like oh, well, here's obama here's trump here's biden <laughs> just like he's getting worse and worse and uh, here you, you know, go johnny this, this is going to be the year that that uh chicago gets its crime under control he's got a he's got a plan and that's reparation checks that's that'll oh. do it if you just okay if, if you just give them more money, they'll stop killing people and and stealing shit and all of that stuff. That's that's the that's why they're doing it is because they don't have enough money. So we're gonna cut them reparations checks, and that'll take care of the, all the crime problem. Yeah, a great. Hang on, 
there's like a garbage truck driving by or something <laughs> i love mexico i'm in the i'm in the city now i'm not as isolated as i used to be for the next uh, few months but yeah i mean this idea that they only fucking steal because they're poor is absolute bullshit um I'm sure it's a motivating factor, but poor people that are brought up correctly with morals and standards raised by two parents, uh, two, you know, good parents, they don't steal. They don't just fucking take shit from other people. So the idea that you're just going to cut them a reparations check and that's going to fix everything. Like, dude, how much, how many of these policies have we come up with over the last 30 plus years that we're supposed to fix this the issue right and all it does is make the make the problem worse they just cry racism harder and then they need to they need the next level of thing because their entire identity is based off of this this racial stuff so it's like remember when obama got elected that was supposed to be the end of it right did did any of this stuff did it get better or worse when we when we um elected the first black president it got worse now in theory like on paper that's that's a step in the right direction like that's that was the big thing when i was a kid it's like oh we're not you know we haven't had a black president yet we're not ready for that as a kind here you go here's a black president and what do they do they freak out even harder about racial divide in the country it like everything that they do in these threads, like if it actually goes to sort of counter because they come up with all these claims, right? Like this is we're so racist because we can't have a, a black president. It's like, OK, here's a black president. Now are we racist? Yes, you're even more racist than before. <laughs> it's like we need now we need reparations. Like, all right, here's a reparations check. Now. Now can we shut the fuck up about something that happened 300 years ago? No, no, they're going to come up with something else. And then, of course, these reparations checks aren't going to buy anything because the dollar is being completely obliterated. So they're still going to be poor. They're going to be even more poor because inflation is the biggest tax and the big, it hurts the, the poor more, more so than anybody else. They don't have any assets. They don't have any wealth. They're, they're paycheck to paycheck. And these reparation checks, regardless of how many zeros you put on them, will just buy less and less and less. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's not going to solve the problem, well, and obviously, it's not going to make them richer. It's going to it, it just fuel more racial divide. Well, and obviously, the only reason that they steal is because they're poor. That's why they exclusively steal bread and milk and clothes, like clothes that yeah. they need. I mean, you shoes, obviously, like dozens of pairs of shoes. That's that's necessity type stuff. Uh, well, yeah, TV, they have to walk. You know, they have to walk eighty five miles, Justin up and down a hill in the in the snow and everything and they used to have to do it barefoot but now <laughs> they got to make sure they have shoes to do it well once once mayor johnson puts in those those city-run grocery stores they won't have to walk as far to get there <laughs> right oh my god oh please yes i i can't wait for that uh oh god a government-run grocery store it's going to be cartoonishly cartoonishly bad like dollar general on fucking steroids <laughs> what's next it's gonna be impressive I, I, like i can't yeah. imagine that they oh do you want to get into so we've got some other stuff that's like more 
normal newsy. Um, like the house has, um, got a bipartisan $1.6 trillion package to avert another shutdown, which is fucking ludicrous. They should, they should be shutting this bitch down and not even fucking trying, but, but here we are. Um, you want to talk about some of the crazy shit? Like, what what have you seen, heard, or know about the the Miami Mall monsters? Like, have you kept the up with that? The only thing at I all? saw was like the day, like I guess when it was happening. Like all all I saw was just like a million police cars and sirens going off, and some people commenting on Twitter, but nobody got any answers. And then it just seemed to disappear. From I guess like the Epstein client list came out like right around then as well. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, they're like aliens or something in Miami. Uh, hang on. I've got a, I've got the video. This is the, this is like on scene at the. Yeah. That's like kind of all I saw was this. Yeah. It was like. 80 plus cop cars, supposedly over 200 police officers, and they're all coming to the mall because there were teenagers fighting. Um, what like how many teenagers are fighting that it requires 200 police officers responding? And more importantly, if that's actually happening, why don't we have cell phone footage from inside the mall? Why don't we have body cam footage from any of these police officers? Where's the like mall security camera footage showing all of it? Like, and then you also had supposedly, I don't know if they're legit or not, but you have what are being played off as or played up as 911 calls of people saying that they're like eight or nine foot tall monsters in the mall. And there's all this other like crazy shit that's supposedly going on. Nobody in the news is talking about any of this. Like, there's nothing. It it's like it didn't even fucking happen. That like, it everything about this is insane. I, I I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was aliens or monsters or something fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> I know, but it's just like, where did this story go? It was like all over Twitter for like 24 hours, and then it just completely disappeared. And uh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like the Bigfoot thing. Like you never get a good shot of Bigfoot. It's always this like he's a mile away, this grainy figure. But it's like we have all like every time there's one of these brawls or something, we have self. Everyone's got a camera in their pocket now. And then the cops have but the body cams and the mall would have security camera. Like what? How do we not have anything? Right, like the they're they're saying like black shadow monsters and all kinds of other crazy stuff. Like, uh, like where is the footage? Every one of these stores inside of the mall has security cameras going all the time. Like, there's like what what's going on? Why don't we have? Why hasn't anybody able to be? Why hasn't anybody been able to hack into these cameras and get us some like? dirty leaks of all of what's going on in there. Like you get, you get leaks of everything. Why hasn't there been a leak of any of this? 
Like it, it, that's what really makes me feel like something legitimately fucked up was going on in Miami. Yeah. Like, no. And they like, they totally just men in blacked everybody with the little flashy thing. (laughs) It's like, I I don't know what the, uh, like, what's the, what's the better explanation. Right. Like we all saw they were popular. We know how this works. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just like, so apparently like, like if they really want to hide something after it happens, they can. I have no idea what happened, but nothing came out. Like no, no video footage came out, no pictures, no, no stories about it. No, nothing. It was just like, all right, here's a a bajillion police cars. And then it's just flashy thing. Everything's gone. Next story. (laughs) Right. And it all happened around the same time as the supposedly the Epstein leaks, which if you were paying attention to that, is that that stuff was coming out. A lot of that seemed kind of questionable and like, like it's hard to tell what's a legitimate uh, leak and what's fake or what's like a troll. Supposedly Stephen Hawking, like the only one that seems to be legit for like for sure legit out of all of it was that Stephen Hawking was doing something with midgets or dwarves uh, and which, I mean, that's, that all on its own is fucked up enough. Like, I, I don't even know how that um, physically functionally works, but whatever, you know, teach his own, I guess. I think. Yeah, I might, I might give Stephen Hawking a pass for whatever the fuck he wants to try to do. <laughs> like, it's like, dude, like, yeah, I don't even know what he's capable of doing, uh, what he was capable of doing. But yeah, you know, when you get when you get stuck in that sort of uh, that body, just do good luck, man. I don't know. <laughs> So there that might have been might have been doing him a service like that was he, he needs some joy in his life yeah like a make a wish foundation kind of thing <laughs> oh my god can you imagine being the the make a wish kid that gets taken to epstein island oh. <laughs> oh god yeah i mean we shouldn't joke about this but <laughs> I, I don't know what else like i'm it's it's really hard for me to even just like the Epstein story, like it's a crazy story, but it's just like you just know nothing is going to come of it. They could they could list everybody's name right now, and it just nothing's going to happen to these people. So it's almost not even like, and everybody already knows. Everybody, One. everybody's very red pilled on this issue, and it's just like it's it's kind of hard to like keep, I don't know, keep the energy up for me. But a lot of people are very into this. I, I mean, I saw like some of the names and it. Yeah, it's like, did we learn anything we didn't already know with like 99% certainty? Or at least suspect or, you yeah. know, things that have been leaked before that whether they've been confirmed or not, it's like, I, yeah. I don't know. The only, the, the one thing that I keep, um, I keep coming back around to is like, if Trump was legitimately on an Epstein list, it would have come out already. Like there is no way they're protecting anybody else. If they have the opportunity that they could take him down in a fiery blaze of glory, they would have a hundred percent burned everybody else on that list to fucking get him. So like, like, yeah, that. it's pretty, it's pretty fun watching people. Cause I, I think they're talking, he's like John Doe 174. Like maybe it's like pretty much confirmed. And I was like, dude, watching them try to, to pin Donald Trump into this is it's just, 
Like you, you guys, they're going after him for saying his house is worth more than it was to a bank. Like that's the bottom of the barrel that they're scraping. If he's, uh, you know, involved in some underage sex trafficking pedophile ring on Epstein Island, they would get him for that. You don't have to like, you know, like, you know, the, the meme with uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he's trying to connect all these dots. It's like you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it. It would be a straight line, just a beeline Donald Trump, Epstein Island, boom. And I haven't seen it yet. I've seen a lot of people speculate about it and say that it's been pretty much confirmed. But. Yeah, I haven't seen any of that yet. There was like some, I forget whose testimony it was as to whether or not they'd ever seen Donald Trump and over on the island. Like, no, not to my, well, they, I guess they quantified it by not to my recollection or something like that. But um, there's yeah, some it, pretty, there's some pretty like clear evidence that um, it, like he had banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago and like fairly early on in their having met each other uh, time frame. Like, so I don't know. It's it. Yeah. If, if he was on that list, there's a 100% chance the list would have already been released. Then they're not, they're not, they're not sitting on that. Based on everything we've seen, the way they operate, that seems very, very likely. My, my biggest takeaway from this is just remember all of these people are fucking child rapists, pedophile, pedophile scumbags so whenever you hear some pussy politician out there talking about how they care about this and they're going to do this for you and they want you know this to help the little men they're all on epstein island all of them they're all a bunch of fucking they are literally the scum of the earth so just every promise you hear them make every bullshit speech they give about how you know they're they're tugging at your heartstrings and they're just these good people that are here to help and uh, public servants. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. They're on Epstein Island uh, dill- fiddling bits of little kids. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. The anniversary of J6 came oh, and went. Yes, I do uh, apologize. Did you, did you celebrate? Did you, uh, we did, missed the January did you carry a podium around anniversary. <laughs> you put your uh viking headdress on and oh my god that must have been i'm so glad i wasn't yeah like i was entertaining i I way too much time with family for the record but um i was yeah i was busy uh, entertaining family when this was going on so i missed all of the uh the pomp and circumstance around this anniversary i caught like the tail end of it and it's just so fucking cringe. It's unbelievable, man. Three years later, after this like really minor incident, the only thing that really happened was they fucking popped Ashley Babbitt in the fucking neck. Other than that, like nothing happened. Some windows got broken. Three years later, we're memorializing this. 9-11, Pearl Harbor, what January was it? 6th. Biden said... Um... What was it? Biden said something about he had met with the family of one of the officers that was killed on January 6th. It's like you do realize that literally no police officers or Capitol Police were killed on January 6th. Some of them died later on of uh, very odd circumstances, but none of that was 
because of injuries sustained on January 6th, and, and even like it was just sort of, uh, what was it? One of them had a stroke and another one had a heart attack and like, well, you know, uh, yeah, they just died suddenly. There's been a yeah. lot of that going around lately. <laughs> it's like, I heard, I heard just recently heating your house could be the reason for it. So yeah, don't, don't turn up your heat that could cause blood clots. So yeah, it's just like, uh, I I'd like the names of that, that officer's family that Joe Biden spoke to. Maybe we can, I'd like to send them some condolences as well. Uh, let's see. Well, it definitely wasn't Ray Epps. He's, he's definitely not, definitely not a fed because they, obviously they gave him a, uh, they gave him, put him on probation and gave him a minor fine for, yeah. for his role in, in January 6th. So he's definitely, yeah. he definitely was not, he was definitely not a fed because obviously, yeah, this is, I mean, this the juxtaposition between these two guys, because I think the guy on the right, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't even there. Right. Wasn't there on January 6th. But he like said some stuff online once upon a time. And he got 22 years, years in yeah, prison. Yes. 22 years. Yeah, that's right. So essentially o- almost a quarter century in prison wasn't even there. And then this guy who was there, who was instigating, he's on camera instigating things in several instances. Probation, 100 hours of community service, and a fine that I'm sure the feds are paying as well. Like when the when the January 6th tapes came out and you got to start seeing stuff and you saw like instigators inside of the Capitol where they would the the Capitol police were like run up and grab these guys and throw them in cuffs and drag them away and then as soon as they get away from the rest of the crowd they take the cuffs off of them and fist bump like holy fuck like there it is like that's yeah. everything you need to know about what's going on here yeah inside job and it's man they are like are we going to be doing this every January, like 50 years from now, like they're going to teach this in schools. They're going to teach this in government schools. Yeah. How bad this was. Well, at least we've, at least we've, uh, sped up the timeline because, you know, we memorialize nine 11 every year and, and it was a big morning thing. And then eventually like, you know, 15 years later or so, then people start actually asking questions and realizing there might've been some other things going on that, um, weren't exactly as they seemed at the time. Like I feel like we've, we've bumped that timeline up significantly because we're only three years later. And uh, I, I want to say, what was it? I saw a poll on it the other day. It was like about 60% of Americans don't believe that January 6th was actually an insurrection. And it's, it's exclusively like died in the wool Democrats, like 96% of Democrats believe that this was just a full-on insurrection and the worst thing that's ever happened in the country and literally nobody else across the board <laughs> even thinks that at all like yeah and i wonder if they actually believe that i, I mean i'd like to have just been up. brainwashed to say that they believe it because their 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 computer programming chip isn't allowed yeah, to let them the npc chip else. yeah they, <laughs> they haven't switched that one out yet I mean, come on. Like, if you hook them up to a lie detector, they're really going to, they really think that those people were going to overthrow the US government. And these are, remember, these are the gun toting right wing 
uh, extremists. Not, not no a gun, gun among them. No guns not at all. one. Like each one of those people there probably owns four to six firearms minimum. Not a gun among them. Yeah. yeah there's like three visible behind Justin right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, come on, man. How do you just like think about it? You're gonna you're gonna take on the world's most powerful government with nothing. Right. They showed up thinking that they were going to have to overthrow the government and they didn't bring any weapons. Really? That's uh, I'll I'll never forget that because we did it we did it in the Facebook group, the Peddling Fiction Facebook group. I ran a stream of it all night and people came and went and joined and, and watched a little bit here and there. And, but mostly it was just me sitting there watching it. And there was one point later on in the evening where the insurrectionists are making a push in the tunnels under the Capitol. And a, one of the Capitol police officers gets hung up in like a, a gate and he's hurt. Like he's visibly hurt and they all pull back and they get him out, and they pass him, like the insurrectionists pass him over the police line, over the over their like shields and stuff, their riot shields, they pass him over, and they wait until they take him out, and they're like, is he, is he okay, is he safe, and then once they get like the all clear that, yeah, we've got him out of the building, he's good, he's not, he's not seriously injured, they're like, okay, cool, and then they start pushing again. Like when everybody stops to make sure that the that the Capitol Police officer is okay and they've got him out of the building and that he's not hurt before they start their their insurrection again, that's how you know this was not like this was not a violent insurrection. Yeah. Oh God. It it's just so <laughs> having to watch them posture like this every January sixth, it's it's going to be exhausting. Well, hopefully Trump will take office uh, this time next year, and then he's going to throw all of his political opponents in jail and do away with all this bullshit. So then we won't have to worry about it anymore. Like every time uh, there's there's a uh, I'm trying to remember what the name of it now is. It's like Eleven Films or something like that, but it's it's some sort of a like left wing uh, propaganda making <laughs> video company, and and they make all these videos about like Trump all the things that Trump's going to do whenever he takes office, he's going to suspend elections and he's going to throw all of his political opponents in jail. He's going to, uh, going to make abortions completely illegal nationwide and this, that, and the other. And every time I see him, it's like, okay, uh, like you've sold me already. Like you don't have to keep selling it harder. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to get at here. Like, yeah, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> hell Yeah. Yeah, y'all finally got it right. Like maybe, maybe that will happen. I, there's an absolutely no way Trump would ever do any of that stuff. But yeah, well, it's also just everything that they've already been doing, right? So there's that as well. Um, and I guess that would be the fear, right? Once you start wielding this power, it's oh shit, this could be turned against me if I ever lose the power, which is why they have to freak out and. Um, and go after all their political opponents to make sure they don't get into office. All right. Oh, wait, just before we, yeah, before we get off of this subject, I sent you, there was like a CNN thing about the January 6th. Let's just play that real quick. 
for the well, let's get the other you know the other perspective here about how serious this is. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. <laughs> The really Brock. crazy thing about this is, is this is like supposedly a Capitol police officer that was that was there on the day of. Like, look, look at the face he's. Yeah, <laughs> that says it all. Like, he can't believe he can't believe this guy's actually crying over this. Like, his his that, face. Uh, MSNBC. Yeah, I beg your pardon. Sorry, CNN. <laughs> um, it, dude, to be brought to tears over this i mean does is anybody buying that well and just shows you like how out of touch they are look at them yeah look at these crocodile tears looks sincere to me yeah he's really torn up right and it's just like that like the idea that this is is what really gets them choked up that three years ago, some people took a stroll through the Capitol, um, broke some windows, pushed some cops around. It is tragic. It is absolutely tragic. <laughs> All right. I just want to get that out there. For the record, you know, some people are still crying about this after three years. I, I thought maybe like the, the 2017, the Jews will not replace us thing. They're, they're just over that one. That's why Joe Biden ran in the first place to get the soul of the nation back. Yeah, yeah. And somebody did actually die in that one. Anyway, <sighs> I've got a few minutes left. What <sighs> uh, have you have you seen about the uh, the thing about the the Jewish tunnels in New York City? Um, the Jew tunnels. <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot about. Like, there's just so much stuff. <laughs> What the hell is going on with that? I I'm not even sure how it. I don't know how it came to be that they like found it, but the like NYPD found these tunnels and they're like underneath a synagogue and everything else, and like they're they are pretty elaborate. And apparently, uh, shit, I lost the article or the the tweet. Apparently, like the 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 Jew that was like in charge of all of this and like um the main guy that was in the tunnels uh like turned himself in on child trafficking or something like yeah I saw that um, and there's a connection to like some child children's museum has that been one of the tunnels was connected to that yeah it was what yeah, the, um, the jokes just write themselves. Uh, this is <laughs> pretty fucking crazy. But yeah, I just I, you turn on every day. You just like you pull up fucking Twitter or something. And I don't know who had uh, New York underground Jew tunnels on their bingo card for 2024. <laughs> but look out. I mean, yeah, we got rats and tunnels. There's the I, I know a lot of people were were tweeting at Ben Shapiro because he seems to be awfully quiet on this one. Not a whole lot coming from his Twitter account. 
with these bizarre tunnels where they're pulling out stained mattresses. There was like, I saw a picture. I don't know if this is, you never know like what anything is, if it's legitimate or not, but there was like a high, a high chair in, the, in one of the tunnels. Like what the hell is going on? Right. They're like literally pulling people out of these tunnels. They, they raided the synagogue, which gets all of this, like, like the Jewish community got all up in arms because they raided this synagogue, but like they're literally pulling these guys out of these tunnels and the tunnels, like the entrance to the tunnels are in the synagogue. Like, yeah, I get it. Like you don't want your place of worship being raided, but also at the same time, like um, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, it's, it's very bizarre. It's very, very bizarre. And man, it's, I don't know. I, I in a million years I wouldn't have thought that this would be one of the first stories to come out of 2024. And they're saying like the claim was like, oh, they built these tunnels after COVID because they weren't allowed to worship or something. But it's like, what? Like the the entrance to the tunnel is in the synagogue. So you can get into the synagogue, right? To go into right. the tunnels. Right, right. Like, why did you need to why did you need to start in the synagogue? Like from what I've seen of the tunnels, it looks like this was the point. This was like the beginning point. Like if it, they they didn't tunnel their way from somewhere outside into the synagogue. This was like this was your your starting point. Yeah, like and they, so, they tunneled to other places, like a children's museum, apparently, and God right. knows where else. Right. Like so, we've got uh, we've got Epstein client list monsters slash aliens and Jew tunnels all in the first 10 days of 2024. This shit is about to get lit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't think oh, go ahead. I saw an interesting video, just something to look forward to uh, for, especially for those of you in the Midwest. So I, I found this, or I can't remember who sent it to me. There's this interest. It might've been, uh, it might've been autumn actually. <laughs> the cicadas, Cicadas um, life cycle go in 13 and 17 year intervals and they're like staggered so that they're like um, it's harder for predators to like time when they're going their emergence and everything. And so once every 200 and something years, the 13 year and the 17 year cicada cycles line up and then you get like a cicada uh just full on like explosion and guess what happens this year. It's, this is like, this is a cicada invasion year. So get ready. 2024 is going to be fucking nuts. Yeah. No, nothing. Um, no biblical imagery comes to mind with cicadas fucking taking over. The book. I, dude, I remember when I was a kid, there was like a massive cicada year. It's disgusting, dude. They're like flying was, cockroaches. I think that was one of the seventeen-year cycle years. Yeah, I've I've seen different stuff on the uh, on cicada the cicada yeah, cycle. That sounds about right because I think yeah, I was probably about twelve, maybe a little younger than yeah, about twelve at the time, something like that. So yeah, it's we're uh, we're getting we're getting up on it. It's uh, the, the this year is when when is when the two life cycles combine or meet and so all of the cicadas will come out all at once this year and 
feels a little younger. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen, but I, I know like these years have come and gone. I've never seen anything like the one when I was a kid. I think I was, I was younger than 12. How, what grade? Uh, 12 is like seventh grade or something, right? Sixth, seventh grade? Yes, anyway. uh, seventh, seventh, right? Seventh grade, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Buckle up for 2024. This is going to be a fucking a hell of a ride. We will be here twice a week to comment and document whatever the hell is coming up, but I don't think we're going to have a shortage of material this year. <laughs> Something tells me we're going to have plenty of stuff to talk about. And if nothing else, it's an election year. So that'll be a shit show in and of itself. I mean, primaries will start kicking off here in about a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, because uh, Iowa what, happens what end of February, early March? Is that right? Yeah, I guess. Man. Yeah, it's. I can't believe. Like, I feel like January is almost half over too. It's like, wow, this is going by fast. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, a lot to look forward to. We'll be back on our regularly scheduled program starting today. Friday, we should do, uh, we'll do a Friday happy hour as well. So we missed, we missed the last couple of those. So, um, yeah, going to be one hell of a ride. So I'm really glad that you guys will be along for this journey. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter. Our handles are right there. And uh, subscribe to the Substack. I'll be putting some more stuff out for that starting this week. And I don't know, you got anything else? Uh, I've changed the format of my show a little bit this year. Instead of doing twice a week talking about news topics and reading head, or reading articles and stuff, I'm uh, trying to be more conversational and talk about like um, next week, for instance, we'll be doing an episode talking about like rice and beans and food storage and how to start like building a pantry so that in the event that like times start to get hard, uh, you're not going to fucking starve to death. Uh, so I'll be having episodes where we talk about that kind of stuff, sort of being more self-sufficient in uh, raising, growing, and storing your own food. Also going to do some stuff where we talk about history and look at uh, historical events and the way they're taught in school as opposed to the way they actually happened when they happened. Um, and then also some, some ep episodes where we're going to look at just like practical bullshit, like how the world actually works and like, how to uh, not completely suck at at uh, getting by in the world. So, be right. fun. yeah, sounds like it. Uh, Sean's pointing out that Iowa is the weekend after next. Shit, that's sooner than I thought. I, I knew it was sometime in February, but I didn't realize it was. Is that like, even February? Is, is it? What does he mean by next weekend? Is that the twentieth or? This so would that weekend? be the first weekend? First weekend of February or the last weekend of January? Holy shit, that's coming sounds up. Like quick. last weekend of January, yeah. Either way, yeah, it's coming right up. <laughs> so we got, we're going to hit the ground running on this year. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. So I guess just um, stay tuned, and um, we will be back on Friday with another live edition. And this was yeah, we I, we just decided to do a live one today for some reason. It's Justin's idea. I said, sure, fuck it, we'll do it live. Seemed like a good way to kick off the year. Yeah, absolutely. I, lo I love the live shows. So, but you never, you never want to risk having too much of a good thing. So we got to, I don't know, maybe we should stick to the once a week thing after today. 
but yeah, very special bonus live episode to kick the year off. And um, yeah, just stay with us until Friday. And uh, you guys know what to do. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.